Hey everyone, welcome to Mom's Plane, an unfiltered, no bullshit conversation about motherhood. This podcast is a space to get comfortable with the uncomfortable and dive into conversations that all moms think about, but no moms talk about. Let's, Let's go. do it. Oh. <laughs> okay, but seriously. Let's do Let's this. Go. <laughs> oh, I pressed record. Wait, before. <laughs> We are back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're a little rusty. <laughs> we are. It's still a little bit. Um. Well. Okay. Let's do updates. Hello, everybody. We missed you. What? It's been a little while. To update on. We don't really have any updates. Other Actually, than do you look- know any updates? You know just no. as much about our lives as we do. We're looking for guests. That's yes, what we're thinking. We, we are looking for about. guests. Um. We can do like remotely, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We can like. Or you can come sit in our back. closet like Ashley's doing yes. right now. It's very comfy. <laughs> very cozy. We got um, our nice little cushion. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we're looking for guests. If you have anything specific that you can, like, I don't Add. know. Provide us. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still looking for a pelvic floor specialist because I'm still peeing my pants. So, anyone Same. who wants to. Same. Same. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. So, let's just. We're just going to. Dive right right in. In. I feel like this could be a long episode, so, just so a warning, that's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, warning now. Um, Julia, do you want to introduce her or do you want me to? Sure. Uh, <laughs> this is Ashley, and I'm going to pronounce her last name wrong, and I'm what so sorry, I, Justin. Camarada? Yes! 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 I got it! That was good. <laughs> I, okay. I had trouble with it at first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is Ashley. Ashley met Jordan and I on TikTok, through TikTok. It, it, yes. I think, like, separately, right? Like, you knew Jordan, then you followed me. Yeah, like, I found Jordan's tiktok yeah. of her finding out she's pregnant with emory oh right okay. and then i think the video that she posted with you right yes i yes. like commented on it or something and you commented back and said oh you can add me to instagram if you ever want to talk and then so you and i oh, you guys started talking yeah. to her yeah, way sure. before <clears throat> yeah because you were yes yeah, i remember oh yeah like, i was pregnant and i remember like yeah. going to you but i'm like i'm so sick I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so that's how we started talking and then jordan and i started talking later. right 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 mm-hmm. right so, so like in the last the in the last what right. like six months i'd say we like have been way closer mm-hmm. um we only met like once before this yeah like physically met but i feel like we've known each other forever oh right? yeah and we live in the same city ish like, yes, we're in the same i saw GTA. your picture um from your brother's wedding and i was like oh, oh yeah i was like that looks so familiar and then i looked at the tag and i'm like um That's i live Walker. here <laughs> <laughs> what the heck I live oh here. my god <laughs> so yeah this um, is ashley and we're we're talking sorry did you want to say something no i was just gonna say exactly what you're about yeah to say. we're we're gonna talk today about infertility this is something that all three of us mm-hmm. have a lot um of experience in unfortunately ashley has a lot <laughs> more experience in it than we do the worst club to be in obviously. exactly <laughs> It Absolutely. Is. Ashley has suffered from infertility for eight years. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let her eight introduce. Years. Sorry. You said, it sounded like you said a year. A uh, year. Eight years. I apologize. <laughs> I'll let her like go into a little bit more. Um, I did do a little bit of a bio on our Instagram, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to like pass it off to you, So Ashley. not to put you on the spot, okay. but like just like just a brief overview yes. of your journey up until this point, Perfect. whatever you're comfortable sharing. Yeah. So in 2010, I met my husband off of Plenty of Fish. Woo-woo! I just found that right? out. I was like, woo! I found <laughs> on tinder i don't know if we talked about that yes you have yeah um and then within a year we moved in together i saw um my doctor my family doctor um two years into dating because i never had a period and i was like maybe i should go on birth control because like (laughs) condoms aren't a thing so i was like i want to get on birth control and then i was like yeah i don't get a period and blah 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 and she was just like what do you mean you don't get a period i said well i haven't had one in like two years i was always very irregular okay like i was tested for pcos when i was a teenager like 16 or 17 and they said no you don't have it okay um so i just was like whatever this is the way i am i sometimes get it for a month straight sometimes i never do um my doctor sent me for testing she's an a month after my nephew was born, mm-hmm. so October of 2012, I found out that I had PCOS and insulin resistance. And she basically said to me, she's what? like, so you're never going to get pregnant on your own. Um, you, you need blood to, much. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she's like, you need to go on a diet, basically. She's like, you need to lose weight. 
Um, she's like, try the cabbage soup diet and Google PCOS. Mm. That's literally what the doctor told Google. me. So, so it's almost as bad as your doctor when you said you had depression. Your doctor being like, go for a walk and eat more leafy greens. Seriously, that's exactly what she said to me. But for those of you who are listening to this that do not know anything about infertility, PCOS is polycystic, polycystic. ovary syndrome. Yes, ovarian syndrome. And you should Google it because yeah. you, you don't have it. So I would tell you to go Google it. But there's like an array of symptoms for that, honestly. There's yeah. so many symptoms that kind of mask themselves as other things that's okay. kind of hard to get diagnosed mm-hmm. with so yeah. you have to have certain like i think you have to have three out of, of the, the whatever. whatever amount of mm-hmm. symptoms yeah because that's what i was diagnosed with first and i didn't don't have it. yeah so yeah so um i got diagnosed with that and then i basically told my husband who's my boyfriend at the time i said i'm having children whether it's with you or someone else so like we need to <laughs> figure, figure out, out. Uh, buck up or buck out <laughs> <laughs> poor guy he's just like what the frig because i just knew that it was going to take a long time yeah. for me to get pregnant i just and being a mom was always something i wanted right. so from the age like my brother was born when i was nine and i was just like i'm gonna be a mom and i used to like walk him around and pretend he was my child so it's <laughs> like jordan yeah so it's true i kind of was just like i know that this is gonna take a while and mm-hmm. i know that i want children so if you don't want children like i don't want to waste your time type thing so we decided <laughs> that we did want to have kids yeah and we went to our first fertility clinic april 17th of 2013 so are you married at this time? No, we're dating. Okay, and when did you get married? We got married Nothing 2016. Matters. Okay, okay. Yeah, so f- six years into dating. Basically, we got married a week before our six-year anniversary. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, so we went to our first fertility clinic, which was Karma. Mm-hmm. Horrible place to don't recommend. <laughs> they weren't very nice to us. They basically told me I needed to see a nutritionist. Um, that I, I hate that, that every single that's the first health, thing that they uh, say. health practitioner will tell you. Yes. Anyone that is over the BMI or has blank. Good, oh, you have like, cancer. You're just too fat. Well, right? seriously, we well, BMI. I was like just small tangent. We're used to these by now. Um, that uh, BMI is a completely like random testing like it doesn't actually need there's no like real science behind it basically is what i'm trying to say because everyone's body is different like according to bmi scale my husband is morbidly obese right (laughs) which he's not i'm morbidly obese yeah Yeah. and it doesn't take into consideration your race your no no, gender your background at all i don't know i mean i'm getting my information from gray's anatomy right now but but i have done a little bit of googling research (laughs) and it's yeah so i digress we'll get back on topic that was a tangent so they basically were like you need to lose weight you Mm -hmm. need to see a nutritionist because in high school i should say in high school i gained like 70 pounds in a year and that was kind of the first but isn't that a huge sign of pcos yeah i gained a massive amount of weight and nothing had changed right other than like my hormones i guess Right. right yeah so um that was a huge thing and i was just like why did i just gain like right. a mm-hmm. small human in a year like it was so yeah. weird um so they didn't help us <laughs> they were just like see ya. go see a nutritionist so we didn't go to we stopped with that clinic yeah and then we just decided okay we're just gonna wait mm-hmm. you know whatever happens happens we'll just continue doing what we're doing and then we got engaged yeah and i said okay let's just get married and we'll wait yeah. until afterward so we got engaged um september of like 2015 we yeah. got married the following july okay so not yeah. very, not very long um once we got married i was just like i don't want to wait like i was already 20 how old was i what was it? 27. I think I was 27. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want to wait anymore. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, what if it takes forever? Which, yeah. <laughs> shockers. <why don't> <laughs> <I do it? laughs> We're eight years later. <laughs> right? So he was like, okay, let's get like a referral to mm-hmm. a new clinic. So we got a referral to yeah. One Fertility, which is the clinic we're currently oh, with. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. I've heard so many good things. Amazing. About them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My doctor was so amazing. I loved him. He never once made me feel bad about myself, like about my weight. He never even brought it up. Until, Which is very, like, good for yeah, a male doctor. Of course. Mm-hmm. He was so kind. And I think, like, with infertility or just, like, healthcare in general, mm-hmm. people are not very nice. Like, doctors don't really have bedside manners. It's just, like... No. Do this, that's on this. Like, oh, you're Especially dying in Canada, because everything is... You're dying too bad. You should have ate more leafy greens or something. <laughs> right? You should have gone for that walk. They're just... Yeah, so... 
they just kind of like spew information at you and then you're uh-huh. supposed to like figure it absorb out. it and then like yeah. know what to do with it well yeah it's exactly what as the layman person exactly. i'm like okay <laughs> yeah like to tell me to google pcos and like eat cabbage soup diet i was just like cabbage the cabbage soup diet is so bad for <laughs> I, know, I, was like, I don't yeah. even know what that is it's, it's literally cabbage, cabbage soup, soup and you eat just cabbage soup yeah that's healthy as a doctor it's got like yeah. cayenne pepper lemon juice Maybe go back cabbage to soup school. and she told me to also eat fiber supplements so that i didn't eat so much <gasps> Without even knowing my So like, she just assumed that she you just were assumed an eating disorder. Of course. And then that would have been. She just assumed. And I, I get that a lot, though, because, like, I'm 5'7 and, like, 300 pounds, right? So I get that a lot. People just assume that I eat Overeat. too much. I don't work out. Yeah. I'm not, f- like, physically active, which, I mean, do I eat McDonald's? Of course. Of course, everybody does. Do I have <laughs> two white brownies that are I'm the same height as you. Course. And weigh like 100 pounds or 130 pounds less than you mm. and i eat probably the same as you yeah so it's like shit i do yeah for those of you who don't know <laughs> and oh, because i didn't yeah. know that insulin resistance like i didn't know what that was mm-hmm. insulin resistance i didn't realize how much it actually affects your overall health oh. and just like how you sleep how you mm-hmm. feel everything so i didn't know any of that stuff so i was right. just like i'm lazy i yeah. need to eat just vegetables like I would basically go to the gym work out and then just starve myself I wouldn't lose so weight. that doctor could have created an eating For disorder sure. maybe they realize. have created an eating disorder no, like I, I don't know, know if I, want and I don't no. care okay good, good I'm so glad <laughs> now that I'm older I'm just like mm, whatever you know what that's exactly the, my outer appearance is not indicative of, what of my inner inside. health exactly. so, preach it girl preach it yes I hope that if, didn't hurt your ears <laughs> yeah I was, I was trying to look at the computer to make sure I didn't but yeah so we went to this clinic um I did a bunch of medicated cycles none of them worked mm-hmm. I actually asked Julia that night if you yeah, did did you do I Clomid? Did like five, I didn't do Clomid because Letrozole. it wasn't available I did yeah Letrozole or Femera whatever they call mm-hmm. it um, and I also did Femera and Gonalef for two or three of my cycles. None of it worked. Hmm. I didn't even get, I think I got a 13 millimeter follicle, which you have to get to 18, yeah, 18 or higher. Yeah, and to trigger. It, my body just sucked it back in. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went two days later and my body just. Your body's like, so no, I have a today. question. So because, you, <laughs> so, um, because you don't have a period, mm-hmm. do you still ovulate then on your no, own? No, so I don't okay. ovulate at So all. your reserve, your ovarian reserve is probably really high. really high. Okay, mm-hmm. see, mine's really low, and that was one of my issues. So yeah, so mine was a lot higher. So that's, like, one of the um, symptoms of PCOS. If you have right. a high egg reserve, then... Uh, for your ovarian age, yeah. reserve, What is it because you're not ovulating? You're, you're not, not releasing ovulating. those yeah. eggs. I had, so I'm, like, anovulatory or yes. whatever you say. Yeah, I have a friend whose sister had that as well, and she was mm-hmm. in a similar situation. She ended up adopting, mm-hmm. but um, she had something like the equivalent of like an infant. I think like, I had like forty eggs on each side. Wow. Yeah, like, so like a lot. forty million. You mean like because it or gave like, you a number? I don't know. They just said because 40. forty, right? Mm-hmm. So mine's twelve. Okay. And for my age, I should be like anywhere from fifteen to eighteen mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. and I had twelve or eight. I can't. Remember. Yeah. So they were that's like, a really big <laughs> difference. They were, like, whatever. they were like your egg reserve is basically like 40 on each side yeah. so that's a symptom i also have like excess body hair tmi but like no but that I is a like, testosterone is, yes, yes yes and i'm so aggressive my husband's always like why are you so aggressive and i'm like she's like she does this like cute little mouth thing too and she's like it's anyway you i'm just i am i'm just aggressive like i don't I know what I to say I've always like... been like that and my husband it was one of our fertility clinic appointments he's they said something about oh like your testosterone's higher blah 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 and he goes oh so that's why she likes to eat and she's aggressive and I was like <laughs> shut up I was just like Justin oh, when we get home Justin I know you're listening to this <laughs> when we get home <laughs> and not in the good way <laughs> it was funny that's but yeah that's so, so in between so mm. I did the the five cycles none of them worked i didn't ovulate at all so yeah. we didn't get to do iui or timed right and of course or any of that so they're kind of like mm, your other option is IVF. IVF. And so I was what like, year was that that you kind of considered doing um IVF? i want to say 2017 so, so we year, basically yeah. did or, mm, 2018 okay yeah so we started at that fertility clinic we got the referral in about august of 2016 right yeah. after we got married and our first appointment with that fertility clinic was december or january of 
2016 or 2017. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but basically, all of our treatment was in 2017. Yeah. And then they kind of just said, listen, this isn't working. What, like, do you, are you okay with going to IVF? Yeah. Because he basically said with PCOS, it's like feast or famine. Either everything comes forward at once, all your ovaries mature at one time, or nothing. Oh, so wow. he was like, for you, nothing's happening. Like, oh, wow. We're giving you all this medication. You're and on nothing. high doses. Nothing's happening. Yeah. And I was terrified to do IVF because to me, IVF is like your last resort to have a uh-huh. biological yeah. child. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified of it not working. Of it not working. Oh, God, that's scary. And also just like never giving my husband a child. Ooh, that gave me goosebumps. Honestly, like that. Well, that's one of the topics we brought that we wanted yeah. to bring up today. So I was just like, okay, I guess we're doing IVF. And luckily in Ontario, we have the funded. One funded. Okay, so I kind of wanted <sighs> so to nice. go through that because mm-hmm. I was in the process of starting it. So I know like a yeah. little bit about it. Plus, we've had some friends who have done mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But so for all of our listeners, those of you who are in Canada or specifically Ontario who mm-hmm. are wanting to do a funded IVF. Um, so what? how I understand it is that it's the, the funded, I'm mm-hmm. air quoting right now, <laughs> means that you get an egg retrieval, um, a embryo like you they get they make the embryo mm-hmm. and then they freeze it mm-hmm. and then you get one transfer no you no. get all of them for free mm-hmm. so the only thing whatever embryos you come yes. that get from that medication wait what i did not know this see I. this is new information Neither this did is I. good to have so, okay so go through it what how did so, so what i get? had a co-worker who uh-huh. went to the same fertility clinic as me and she got three embryos i think she was 40 though yeah so they let her transfer two Right. And how many did you have? I had. I ended up with sixteen. Holy! So like we still have twelve. Oh my gosh! Spoil, yeah, we still have. 12. And you can still put. You can still mm-hmm. like transfer, transfer any of those. Yes. Just I can transfer all of them if I wanted. And then. Well, no, I hope you don't have sixteen children. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but um, what uh, what was I guess? So basically, uh, it's um, what is not covered. So what's not covered is the medication, the medication portion. Right. So there was like a fee we had to pay. It was just basically like a fee for using the clinic. Okay. Yeah. And like a doctor fee or something like yeah. that. It was like a couple hundred dollars. So it wasn't That's crazy. It. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then basically like the procedures yeah. are covered. So like all the right. retrieval, the transfers, all that stuff is all covered. And so yeah, you get every embryo that you have yeah you only have to pay for the medication to transfer it which and makes way more sense mm-hmm. to me because when i heard about this i was like wait the government's going to give us like 15 yeah. to twenty thousand dollars of medical care that wouldn't usually be covered mm-hmm. and you're only going to give us bullshit, one ch- it totally a hundred percent sorry but it is a hundred percent um which is and and you're only going to give us one chance mm-hmm. to no. put an embryo it's in one us? chance for like a retrieval so like so let's you say yeah okay let's say you did ended up doing IVF yeah and you only got four mature eggs out of your retrieval yeah. I got twenty four so let's say you only had four okay. and then you fertilized them and two of them fertilized and only one of them made it yeah. to day five when they freeze it right then you would have one chance because you would only have one embryo for me i had 24 that were mature 24 that fertilized 24 that made it to day three and 16 that made it to day five justin was uh, like yeah he was so, he was so i excited. got it i got it it was so funny he was like bragging to his parents about it <laughs> i guess like, swimmers at work no, like, I would, that's that's well, jordan that, like, had asked if it was like a male factor in fertility or if no it was it's just it's me yeah it's okay. always just me. <laughs> well, i thought i honestly when i went to our clinic um i knew I had endometriosis mm. but I also with Brandon's lifestyle choices mm. I really honestly assumed that mm. it was a lot of it was going to be him yeah it wasn't. It was I mean you never know though you never know like mm-hmm. you could think you're completely healthy and nothing is wrong with you and then you go in there like by the way you have two sperm and you're like what oh yeah for <laughs> and sure. it'll be like your people. boxers are too tight like you yeah. know what I mean it's such weird things well for and guys. so Brandon when he had his first um semen analysis he, it came up as I think like 54 million mm. whatever that means <laughs> I don't even remember Brandon's number but then he was given a supplement um mm-hmm. for men and when we went in for our we had to get our sperm washed for mm-hmm. our, I'm not where his sperm washed for our IUI <laughs> yeah. and he was at 160 million yeah. like he was the top of the well and like you can crazy. have a really high number or like a mediocre number but then like if your motility. morphology yeah. is off or your motility is wasn't off wasn't Brandon's like, motility not yeah, yeah it was not the circle or something <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused but it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like 
they're like looking for directions, but they won't ask anyone where to go. <laughs> Honestly. Yes, that is like man to a T and okay. mine too. No, but I'm gonna bring us back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we get off on a tangent. Okay, so you did your medicated cycles, yes. you did your then you did your round first round of IVF. Yes, so they said, okay. IVF, best option for you. Yeah. Are you fine with that? I said, yes, because that's <laughs> yes, what I had yeah, to do. Exactly. Um, we were put on the wait list because mm-hmm. we're lucky and we have that funded mm-hmm. cycle. Um, they basically told us like we would not get a call until I think it was 2021 or 2022. And I was like, I'm going to be 30 effing four years old <laughs> before I even <laughs> get a chance right. to have a child. Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I, I was just like devastated because yeah. I was like, I thought I would be have all my children by the time mm-hmm. I was 30. Right. Because my mom did. You know, right. my mom had three kids by the time she was 30. And I was like, I want to be a young mom. I want to be 45 and be able to do what I want because mm-hmm. my kids are grown yeah, and they're out of the house and whatever, you know? mm-hmm. Yep. My, it didn't happen that way for me. So I was just like, de- I was so upset. And then I was like, what if it doesn't work? And like, because I'm not things. naive. Like, I know yeah. you can try your hardest. You can do everything you're right. told to do you can do everything right and still walk away with no children yeah mm-hmm. it's not guaranteed and i think a lot of people think ivf is oh 100 oh i definitely was not <laughs> even <laughs> me i was naive when i thought mm-hmm. i was like we're gonna do iui i'm like i'm so excited yeah. and i looked up the iui success rates and it's equivalent to yeah. a normally healthy fertile yeah. warm- woman so my like chances were five percent mm-hmm. so it bumped me up to like 2018 yeah. actually 18 to, so one out of five cycles basically yeah yeah so i and it's was what, 50 percent i think with IVF? i have no idea honestly i think uh, i think it depends like, on like your age your true, yeah, quality, like yeah. all that kind of stuff because i think they told us ours was about 70 percent oh wow for okay. like our transfers i think because really the only yeah. issue was that i didn't ovulate right so i got put on the wait list 2018 mm-hmm. i believe yeah and i thought oh my god they're never gonna call me <laughs> like i'm gonna be an old lady before they call me <laughs> and i got called in like september i believe of 2019 oh wow i had a missed call i think it was at work and i had a missed call and it was one fertility and i was like i like posted about it on my fertility instagram because yeah. i have like an amazing community of ladies on there who have all dealt with the same thing or similar situation yeah. infertility right yeah um and they're so supportive and like i don't side note i don't think if i didn't have that that i would have gotten through wow because i went to them about everything, everything. i read about all the things that's why it's private <laughs> so that no one <laughs> in my real life would ever see, see that, that. <laughs> see, unless i wanted them unless i wanted them to see it and right. then I and then i'm like here have this information <laughs> <laughs> right like you're gonna see my period blood maybe just right. letting you know yeah <laughs> do you really want to be in there <laughs> trigger warning <laughs> yeah. so they called me and i was like oh my god and then i called back they said oh your name came up on the list like whatever and I don't know why I was like terrified just like I was like oh my god do I do it like I oh, yeah. I've had like a minute where I was like I don't know if I want to do it because mm-hmm. I was just so scared yeah, it wouldn't work yeah. so we decided to do it and then I went had my appointment and they were like um your BMI is too high and I was like Fuck. so I'm like okay and he said I don't ever want like my doctor yeah nicest man ever mm-hmm. he said I don't ever want to make you feel bad for it it's just more of like a safety thing with the government they're saying like because they kind of sedate you that if your bmi is higher higher, like you might have a higher chance of not being able to like breathe on your own because they're sedating you they give you like three different medications for your retrieval and one of them is fentanyl oh wow damn yeah it's a pretty serious (laughs) yeah so they were just like it's not us like we're not yeah trying to tell you like oh you're too fat lose some weight before you do this it's just more of like mm-hmm. a safety thing so okay. i'm like okay and i see that's good bedside manner <laughs> yeah he was so well, nice was, about but it. how did you take that was it like- i was fine because i was like he said it so nicely and i was like okay i can do it like mm-hmm. fine so i worked out for i think three months straight i did like five to six days wow a week i followed weight watchers i just like you know when you're motivated yeah you're motivated. and i knew i had to do it and i was like yeah. I have to do that. I have to lose 40 pounds, 50 pounds, whatever it was, 
because I can't take that away from my husband because I don't want to lose weight. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, do you hear that, <laughs> Justin? And he's like, he, he loves you. He works out. He's a buff yeah. guy. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, look at that. Like, I'm obsessed with him, yeah. even though I don't show Aww. it sometimes. <laughs> Same. And I'm Brandon. I was just like, he's, he would always go to the gym with me. Okay. And he oh, okay. like, yeah. he would be like, oh, you can't lift that. And I say, mm, watch me do it, and mm-hmm. I would do it. What gym did you go to? I'm just uh, Planet Fitness. Okay. So yeah. I would go because it was 24 hours, and I loved it. I would go at like 12 a.m. Because right. like, well, you were work too, right? Yeah. So yeah. I would usually work till 10 or 11, and then by the time I got home, went to the gym, and I would stay yeah. there for like two and a half hours. Wow. So I would do like wow. an hour of cardio, and then I would do weights. Wow. And I like to do like I'm. Uh, this is where I, <laughs> the testosterone. <laughs> I'm Love aggressive it. and I like to lift yeah. heavy weights. It's mm-hmm. just fun for me. Mm-hmm. So when I, I do that, it's like a nightmare. To I, me. I weightlifted for like years no, and years. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I when I like to it. lift the I cookies love it. Like <laughs> honestly, I hate it. I hate the gym dynamic. But once I get there, yeah. then it's like, well, I'm not going to look like a lazy piece of shit at the gym just like not doing anything. I, I always so worked my ass off just to like <laughs> oh my God, no. show the guys yes. not the women I would support the other women mm-hmm. I just wanted to show the other guys that when they looked at me mm-hmm. and said yeah right mm-hmm. I picked up those 45s and, and I mm-hmm. like chest pressed those like my fucking goal I would be like yeah you're right I can't do this <laughs> yeah my goal was like Fuck to do out. I really 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 wanted to do 500 pounds on the inclined leg press yeah. and I was at like 4 uh, or 8 45 pound plates so like I was close I was over 400 shit. pounds yeah and I could do like 2 or 3 like good did you have Justin spotting you? Oh, yeah. He okay, good. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I would go like this. I'd be like, oh, put him. <laughs> I'm bringing us back. We're talking yes. about gym. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So I had to go to the gym and lose weight. So I went to the gym. I did like six days a week, did the Weight Watchers, and I lost 45 pounds, I think it was. Wow. In three months. In like three months. Wow. That's Because I was like, basically like eating lettuce and chicken and like <laughs> that'll do it <laughs> and like That's just even if I didn't thinking. want to I went even mm-hmm. if I mm-hmm. and I was just like no I have to go so I did it um we got the call in I think it was May that we could start um our like retrieval for June right. and then we had my grand get really sick and she passed away two days before oh. we were supposed to start IVF. So that wow. was, like, super did shitty. Did you move forward with it or did you, like... Yes, you did? I yeah. did. But I think it was because, like, I went and took care of her mm-hmm. with my mom. Because, obviously, we do that for a living. Right. And we wanted her to be able to stay in her home. And so we both went and took care of her. And I was able to, like, tell her that oh, we were okay. doing that. And that's nice. Yeah. So... Yeah. And you know she would, I mean, I'm just assuming here, but she would probably want have wanted oh, to do totally, it. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, she still could have conversations with us. So she was, I was like, oh, like, you know how we have been trying to have a baby? And she said, mm-hmm. And I said, <laughs> I said, so we're starting IVF. And I said, which means, like, we'll have a better chance of having a baby. And we had, like, a conversation stuff. And and uh, I was able to tell her. And it right. felt so good to be Aww. able to tell her that, like, before she passed away. Because... I wanted, like, nothing more than... I'm going to cry. <laughs> I wanted nothing more than for my kids to like, know my to grandparents. Know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So You're going to make me cry. It was so hard to, like, have her pass away. Oh, I And know that, like, she would never meet my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I'm pregnant, so sorry. Hormonal. Spoiler alert. And she's pregnant. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, like, really hard for me. But I was like, I have to do this. Like, I worked so hard to get yeah. here. And, like, I'm never going to get this opportunity again. Because if you say no, you, that's it. Yep, if if I, you uh, say, no, sorry, I don't want to do it, they take you off the list and you're done. Mm-hmm. So um, we went ahead and we did it. I did all the medications. And I think it was on three different injections. So I did Gonal F oh, and Menopure. Like which, those aren't horrible, though, compared those are to the... Those systemic ones, right? Yeah. Because the, the other one, what's your the butt one? The progesterone and oil ones, oh. death. Well, you're done those, though, now, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank I God. Imagine. So, we did all those medications, and we went in for my retrieval. I think my retrieval was, like, the 25th of June. Mm-hmm. Did my retrieval, all that, and then did my first transfer um, the next month, because I couldn't do a fresh transfer, 
oh because God. of the um, trigger shot that I had to do. Mm. They were like, no, because I was at risk of OHSS, which oh, is yeah. over hyperstimulation. Yeah. 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 I can never remember. Oh, what I like having ovarian hyperstimulation syndrome, disorder, yeah. whatever syndrome, yeah. Where it's like basically you're. too many. <laughs> when you go in and suck your eggs out of your yeah. ovaries, I guess like the pocket where the follicle was fills back up with fluid because oh. it's like huh why is there nothing in this so let's just put oh. and it puts more fluid in so the more follicles you have the more fluid kind of like drains into your abdomen you can get really sick like you can die from yeah. it yeah yeah damn so that was terrifying mm-hmm. and my retrieval was traumatic as heck like i felt everything so <gasps> it was you're basically like a human shish kebab <laughs> i'm not kidding it's an ultrasound wand with a giant needle <gasps> like a probe Oh, sorry, this My is gross. vagina is throbbing. <laughs> <laughs> I literally just started sucking sorry it in. Sorry for like, because it's kind of, like, gross. Whatever. But they, like, put the needle through the side of your vagina. So, like, through your vaginal canal wall. Like, they go they, through it. They put Not the even needle, through your... Oh, my God. No, they put the needle through the side of your... <laughs> vagina I'm laughing but I'm terrified okay. and then they poke it into your ovary and they stop like you're in this thing with your legs up and I can just he's just shish kebabbing me like this <laughs> so like you can feel it and I could feel everything because it like took the pain s- and the pressure or like everything oh like, I could feel were it you all. frozen did you so what happened I'm like what the fuck are you I doing I cried the me? whole time yeah like so- like full sobbing tears on my face like hyperventilating because they so couldn't could so be a pleasurable They couldn't get for the you. IV in me at first. Oh my it god! Took five times to get the IV Jesus. in, and I had no. <laughs> no my experience. You. I would never do it again, ever. Like well, I, you, have four, you have sixteen embryos. Okay. <laughs> I never do. Thank God. Um, but like I felt it all because by the time they got the medication in me. It, he came he's in done. and he's like hey what's up and I was just like hello it's uh, so awkward too you're in this room it's hot as heck in there mm-hmm. like it's so warm it's like a tropical Where were you at the one the clinic. fertility clinic yeah okay. so they have okay. it in there yeah you go in you're laying there butt naked with like a gown Spread on obviously eagle. but like your legs are just straight up in the air mm. in the stirrups there's people in the room your cooter's out <laughs> that's, that's what, what childbirth is like too <laughs> well, yeah like I have no like I'm like mm, whatever here you go yeah. <laughs> no parts are, my mom always says parts are parts but I didn't I didn't yeah. go through near as much as you did and I'm already like whatever you need to see my vagina here it is right <laughs> so it is what it I is. was like laying in this thing and then yeah by the time they got my IV and my blood pressure was through the freaking roof I've never had a medical procedure done before this right yeah. So I was just so anxious. I took Ativan, <laughs> did nothing. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, we're going to put the IV in. Had to poke me five different times. Mm-hmm. Finally got it in, like, near the outside of my elbow. They're like, okay, we'll give you, like, I think it was fentanyl and something else. And that and I'm like, didn't okay. work? No, they had to give me three different doses. You're a terrible drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> they had to give me three different doses terrible. of it because I was just so tense. Like, my body yeah. was just like... <gasps> And yeah, I felt every single thing. So I felt every poke. So 24 of them. Because I'm sorry. I got 24 mm. eggs. Oh, so they just do one at a time. They just poke it yeah. 20, your ovary 24 mm. times. Oh so I had however many. Does your ovary not just like. <laughs> die? Spill <laughs> right? out? I don't understand how it doesn't know. leak. Like, is there a. I'm, I'm so, like, they, they fill it up with fluid, right? Uh-huh. And then they suck the fluid out so that they make sure they get the follicle. Which is like your egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so wow. they have to poke into every single one, fill it up, pull the fluid out, oh. and then they do that to every single one. So then they he finished on that side, through the other side, and I was just like, <gasps> like I felt it all. It was disgusting. Was Justin allowed to be in there? No, he wasn't in the room. I was just laying on this metal table with like. Oh, oh. You can see my face right now. Yeah, she's like, oh my god. She's like, as if like she's like hiding in done. her clothing right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, as if we're doing it. My ovaries are hurting. Yeah, okay, so it was disturbing. you got twenty four eggs. Yes. Um. You then you went through and did your mm-hmm. did you so do the frozen they, embryo transfer? So we did a frozen embryo transfer on our ten year anniversary. So it was July thirtieth that wow. we did that. And I found out that it worked on August third. Because I'm one of those people I was like, Oh, you're not supposed to test for <laughs> like, like amount a day of days. later. I was like, two days later. Exactly. I did it right away. So I think I got like my very first faint, faint positive three days after my transfer so it was three days after a five-day transfer transfer? so it's technically like 10 or 8 dpo okay is what it would be right 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 and then i just pass ovulation yes sorry that's ttc terms (laughs) which is trying to conceive terms (laughs) (laughs) so i just kept peeing on all of them they were all positive and i was like oh my god so excited because i was like i never have to do that again yeah ever in my life 
Um, we were just baby? both looked at the baby monitors. <laughs> no. Um, I am going to just, I think you're going to talk about your miscarriage, right? Yeah, so I'm yes. just gonna put a little trigger warning in for mm-hmm. those of you who don't want to hear about that, or yes. you just need a little bit of a warning. So because it's traumatic. Yeah. It's so a, okay, so you had your. Um, I did my. You did your transfer. Mm-hmm. It worked. Yes. You found out. You, did you get blood work done? Like yeah. So my go? numbers came back. Um, they were good. They were kind of like not doubling like they mm-hmm. should have, and my progesterone was low. So I had right. issues with my progesterone. So I had to do um, like the progesterone suppositories. I did them Which twice a day. Suck. They're disgusting. Suck. Like horrible. Horrible. Yeah. I had to do them twice a day. Plus I was on like estrogen pills and then i also had to do progesterone and oil injections yeah those are the ones you say burn right oh my god well first of all the needle's like three inches long like it's it's huge it's like this long and you have to stab yourself in the top of your butt wait yourself or just justin or justin did it thank god i was gonna say because i couldn't i I could hardly do the tiny little goggle f where i had to like yeah a little tiny prick i did do a couple of them by myself because i didn't have a choice but my butt went numb after a certain oh, amount of time, would, yeah. so like my whole ass cheek on the right side was numb for months. I couldn't feel it. And Justin might um, like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you great? Okay. So I did that, and my progesterone finally went up, yeah. and it was staying up, and it was great. Um, I had two ultrasounds. My yep. first ultrasound, they were like, "Oh, you're measuring." Was that a couple days with my first? So, but how far along were you? I was, so I was supposed to be six weeks. I was measuring. I think like two days behind, two okay. or three days behind. They said that's normal. It's fine. Went in two weeks later for my next one. I should have been, like, seven weeks and two days or something. And I was measuring, like, six weeks, three days or something. So I was almost a week behind. Mm. But they're like, that's normal. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I went in for my third one. And I don't know if it's just years of infertility and, like... (laughs) getting you know yeah negative test after test like i just assumed i would never have a child because at this point i was I trying like for no, so I felt, seven I, years i hadn't i didn't try for near as long and yeah you have the same feeling where you go into an ultrasound yeah. and you're like well it's not gonna work anyway so mm-hmm. like something's gotta be going and wrong. i felt that whole way with doing ivf in general yeah and everyone kept telling me you have to be positive you have to be more optimistic like you have to Which, just a little like, side no. note like that doesn't work no relax just relax you're stressing well i should do I all mean, that so and I mean, I know it's all said in good intention, and it's right. like you're just trying to be supportive. But like I said this in one of my TikToks recently, where I said, "Let me just <coughs> describe to you. You guys can probably like agree or disagree because I haven't gone through near as much as like infertility as you have. But imagine you're in the ocean, surrounded by mm. sharks, <laughs> and you're just alone, surrounded by sharks, and somebody in a boat." <laughs> paddles by and they're like oh don't re- just don't stress just yeah. relax just relax and they won't eat you and then dr- and then paddles away that's what it feels yeah. like when you're mm-hmm. in the depths of infertility or whatever yeah. and someone says just don't stress about it like yeah. that's yeah. what it feels like it's like, like so not helpful well, obviously we know that not stressing about something is mm-hmm. the healthiest best thing mm-hmm. to happen we all know that yeah. and I know that it's in the back of our heads mm-hmm. when we're going through that yeah. but when someone says that to us let me tell you it does the fucking opposite it makes me angry <laughs> Yeah. Because it's like, well, I shouldn't be stressing, but I am stressing. But then, then it just causes more stress. Well, yeah. You just snowballs. Yeah. So, um, I went in for my third ultrasound, and I should have been, I think, nine weeks and something. Mm-hmm. And the ultrasound tech didn't show me anything. Mm-hmm. She didn't really say anything. Mm-hmm. And then they said the nurse is going to come in, and I said okay. And I was by myself because it's COVID. Mm-hmm. Justin wasn't allowed to go and whatever. So I just sat there, and she came in, and she's like, "Unfortunately, we didn't see a heartbeat today." And but just, well, I don't even know what else she said. Yeah, honestly. at that point you probably black out. And, and I was just like, okay, you. like I acted like I wasn't even bothered by it because I, you're just numb. I yeah, into absolutely. It. So I was just like, okay, and I kind of just walked out of the clinic. I posted um, a picture of like my door with like no um, no heartbeat found. Like I'm gonna miscarry or something on my infertility thing, and then I just went home. Wow. And whatever, my doctor, I, I, my mom called me actually on the way home, and she was just like, "Oh, how did it go?" And I said, "Oh, there's no heartbeat." I picked up Tim Hortons, <laughs> like I was like, "Oh, I'm getting a bagel and iced coffee for Justin." Like, you were probably in like a firefight yeah. mode, and so I yeah, had to call really- him. And he was like, "Oh, how did everything go?" And I said, "Oh, there's no heartbeat." And he was like, "What?" And, and I was just like, "There's no heartbeat." And he was just like, "Are you kidding?" And I was like, "No." And he was just like, oh, my God. And he, like... Are you kidding? No, I'm not. He just immediately, though, started crying. And I felt so fucking horrible. Like... Yeah, and then you hold all the guilt on that, right? I just felt so bad because... Yeah. 
I, like he's never ever once ever made me feel guilty ever mm-hmm, he would mm-hmm. never do that but i feel guilty yeah because, it, because i'm like mm-hmm. the issues with me yeah i'm mm-hmm. the one who carries the baby i'm the one yeah. you know and i'm like the issues with me and so this is my fault even though there's nothing you can do absolutely nothing and, and there's I, nothing you could have done to stop it or make no. it better or whatever but you still take on that guilt. exactly and what did i do wrong what could i have done exactly differently? and yeah. I, I think as women we do that mm-hmm. yeah and i think too like i kind of knew in the back of my head the whole time that like something was wrong because my numbers didn't really double my progesterone kept going just like one thing over. after another right? like i'm i i've been in the game long enough that I know <laughs> yeah. that that's like yeah. not normal yeah. right so i was just like whatever it's fine and I just went about my life and whatever I had to take the um my fertility doctor called in the misoprostol I think it's called basically to make your body miscarry but I was just gonna ask I miscarried on my own so I just I think I I don't remember what day I went in I think it was like a Tuesday Mm -hmm. and on the Saturday the following Saturday I was like, my back is really hurting. Like, I'm going to have a bath. Oh, now but I a know shower. why you're like, oh, my God, my back's hurting. I'm scared. Yes. <laughs> I freak out every time my back hurts. I'm like, oh, my God. That's like, that was, like, my first symptom. So I was like, oh, my back hurts so bad. I'm going to have a shower. Because, like, we didn't have a tub yeah. in our place. So I sat in the oh, bottom of the shower, no. like, facing outward. And I just sat there. And I got this really bad cramp. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and I went to turn around. And I felt something, like, gush. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is that? And I looked down, and, like, the entire TMI, and, like, if you don't want to hear Trigger this, warning, we're getting into yes. some yeah. specifics. Yeah. Um, I looked down, and, like, the entire sack came out. I could tell what it was, because you could just tell it oh, yeah. looked like that. Mm. And something I was like, similar happened to Julia. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, my God. And I was, like, profusely bleeding in mm-hmm. my shower. But I think I was just so shocked that I was like, oh, my God. I stood up. I picked it up out of the bottom of the shower. And I flipped, like, because it was upside down. I flipped it over, and you could see the whole baby inside. Like, it was completely intact. I could see, like, did fingers, you, This is a weird spine. question, but did you take pictures? Yes, I have them on my phone, oh, can, so. I, can I see them, if you're comfortable? You, yes, I mean, not right now, but, like, later, you, later, you can yeah. show. I'm just really interested. Yeah, and, uh, do you know, I feel bad for this being my first reaction, but I was like, oh, my God, that's so neat to see. Oh, no, I would think I felt that my so reaction bad for would seeing. be the exact same thing. Like, yeah. It, yeah, and, and at that point, like you said, you're a little bit numb to it at mm-hmm. this point already. Like, I think I was like, still in shock. Like, yeah. Even yeah. though I was pregnant, Completely to be very feelings. honest, because yeah. I was just like, yeah. oh, I'm not really pregnant. I'm not pregnant. And it's after so long, right? But this yeah. is the first, like, hard proof. Mm-hmm. So then you. I was like, holy shit, I really was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a baby. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Ugh. So I freaked out, and I... I didn't want to, like, upset Justin, but I didn't want to not let him see it, see yeah. it if he wanted to. Or at least, like, to. choose to see it, right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. When, when I came home from, like, my ultrasound, he, sorry to air out your business, babe, but he was, like, <laughs> in the living room hugging our gender reveal once he, like, sobbing. Oh, my God. And I felt oh. so fucking horrible, so oh. I was like, hey. Justin, you sound like the sweetest little sweetheart. He really oh, is. Oh, my God. I want to meet you. He's I a giant him. teddy bear. <laughs> I love him already. <laughs> so... I was like, okay, well, I want to let him see if if that's what he wants. And I said, I don't want you to upset you. I don't want you to freak out. But, like, the whole sack just came out. And if you want to see, like, the baby is there. And it's, like, on the sink. And he was just like, are you serious? And I said, yeah. And he was like, oh, my God. So he comes in. I'm just, like, butt naked, wet, because I was in the shower, bleeding all over my floor. And he just cried. And I felt so... I literally... I felt so fucking horrible. Like, I was just like, look at what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, but it's not me, but it's just like... No, but that's what you think. That's your reaction. You feel so fucking guilty. And I was like, look what I did to him. Yeah. Like, I felt so bad. And I didn't know what to do. It was a weekend. I didn't know what to do. I was like, do, what do I do with it? Do I... I had to flush my baby down the toilet, which sounds so fucking horrible, but I was like, I don't know and what I to do. And I feel like, again, that that's one of those things that you saying that is going to validate a lot yes. of women out there. Because a lot of women are going to do this, done the same thing, yeah. and pro- a lot of women are going to be holding on to that, being yeah. like, I didn't know what else to do, mm-hmm. and that's just... Well, yeah. later people said to me, oh, you could have buried it, you could have yeah, did but this, you, you know could have that, in and the I said, moment, like, in the moment, I had mm-hmm. no yeah, idea can what I, to do. And also, can I just, like, interject and say, for anyone listening to this podcast, or anyone listening to this podcast who knows somebody who thinks this way whoever thinks that women are weak yeah we you need to fuck yourself mm-hmm. because the shit that we mm-hmm. go through or potentially could mm-hmm. go through what ashley just went through is the 
literally like it, it's traumatizing mm-hmm. and ugh. I didn't anyway. realize how traumatizing it was until later yeah but I I said what, what do I do babe like what, what do you want me to mm-hmm. do and I said should I flush it down the toilet and he said make sure you wrap it up first <laughs> It's like, oh okay, that made me cry. I, like, did it. He's like, well, don't just, like, throw it in there. And I was like, okay. And I, like, wrapped it up. And, like, I felt like a piece of shit for doing that. But I was like, I don't know what to do. No. Like, what, so, what do you do? Nobody tells you. Nobody's like, here's nobody the talks about it. Handbook. Nobody talks exactly. about it. And that is why I was very open. Yeah. I was very open with my struggle with infertility. Mm-hmm. When we started at the One Fertility, I told everyone. Yeah. I was very open. I yeah. got so much unsolicited advice and so much stupid advice and I was just like listen people I'm not stupid I'm not naive I know that I could do this for 10 years and still not have a child and Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about me I'm just trying to let other people know who are silently going through it who are struggling in their bedrooms by themselves crying when their spouses aren't around or their friends aren't around Mm -hmm. I'm just letting them know that, like... Or who have gone through what you went through with nobody else there on their own. That's how, I mean, off-topic of, like, but similar, that Mm. that's how I found the strength or, like, the ability to seek help for my mental Mm -hmm. illness. I, you know, I was... One of my Instagram friends was mm-hmm. sharing about her struggle and her medication and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, shoot, maybe I'm mm-hmm. depressed, too. Yeah. And that's how it happens. So you never know who you're impacting mm-hmm. when you're talking about it. People just think that I'm an overshare. I know lots of people. And I don't know if you're all <laughs> well, you are, me. though. You are, but in a good way. We're like, it's in a, like, to... Oh, there's some people who think it's a bad thing. Okay, yeah, But whatever. Whatever. Okay. Sorry your life's boring and you don't want to share anything. Oh, if you're boring, just say that. <laughs> it is. It is. So I had that miscarriage and I just kind of was like, whatever. This How is did my you life. feel about moving forward with getting pregnant after Like, was there hesitancy? Oh, I was terrified the second time. Yeah. So um, I, w- I wasn't sure that I wanted to, but then we did do another transfer in November. That's when November. I, I think that's when I ta- like we started talking more. Yes, because when did you get pregnant? October, November. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. because my second baby would have been due a month after you guys were due. Right. With, I remember yeah. that, yes, yeah. Because um, my second due date would have been uh, August 13th or 12th. I think it was the 12th. Um, oh, right. Okay. So we did another transfer at the end of November. I was just, like, so terrified to get pregnant. It felt yeah. so weird to be like, oh, my God, like, what if it works? And, like, mm-hmm. because I... But then you have to deal with pregnancy after loss, and that's mm-hmm. a whole other beast in itself. Which was way harder, way harder mm-hmm. than than my first experience because I was still... Like, I just went back to work a week after my right. miscarriage. I acted like nothing was wrong. Everyone at my job knew that I was pregnant because they all knew why I was off. I had right. been off for three months because I went off when I did my retrieval. So I had been off right. since June and then I came back in like the end of September mm-hmm. and everyone was just like, hey. Did people ask questions? Like, how did, no, because no. I work with my mom oh, yeah. and she just told everyone she had a miscarriage. She doesn't want to talk about it because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person I'll share with you if I want to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't want to, then don't talk to me. Yet. Don't mm-hmm. ask me questions. Mm-hmm. Leave me the hell alone and like I will share with you when I want to. <laughs> Which is a year every year. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that one. I found out again I was pregnant, I think on the 28th. And I went in. My first uh, HCG number was 300 and something. Yeah. And I was like, oh my 334, God. 334, I think it is. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> weird it was three something. And um, I was just like, oh my God, that's such a good number. It was like tr- almost triple my first mm-hmm. number with my first pregnancy. And then I went back for my second beta and it was a thousand and eight or something like that. So it almost tripled in two days. And I was like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, I'm going to take home a baby in August. Like, I was like, ooh, I'm getting my summer baby. I'm so yeah. excited. Oh, sorry, 392. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, it was really high. And I was like, dang. And then they said, okay, your numbers are above 1,000. You don't have to come back for another beta because everything looks good. Um, I emailed my papa when I was exactly five weeks to tell him and went to the bathroom like an hour later. And I was like... Okay, I just felt the blood, like, pouring out of me. And I was like, what the hell? Because everything was normal. Yeah. My progesterone was normal, everything. So I was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is this happening again? And I kind of, like, went on my um, Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, you know, saying all this stuff, talking to people. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to go to my clinic tomorrow. I got a 
HGG test again, and my numbers were down to like five something the next day. Like five hundred or five five hundred okay. and something. So yeah. it went from a thousand over, over a thousand, thousand to five hundred. Yeah. yeah. So and so they were like, "Yep, sorry, like you miscarried again." That sent me into the biggest depression I think I've ever been in my life. I remember like, you I, telling me about this? Like, maybe it was like on a FaceTime call one time. I remember you talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I had never been. I don't think I've ever been depressed before in my life. Hmm. And I was so depressed. I didn't leave my house. Like, I didn't shower for, like, three weeks, which is not like me. I'm so... Mm-hmm. I'm, I have Hygenic. a phobia. <laughs> I have a phobia of smelling. And I was just like, I'm not showering. I don't care. I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to look at anyone. I went to my in-laws, who, like, I love them. Went to my in-laws for Christmas, and I flat out told my mother-in-law, I don't even want to be here, which is not like me. Like, yeah. I would never say that. I cried the whole time. I showed up looking like a fucking mess. And I was just like, I don't want to be here. I was like, I don't ever want to do this again. I was like, I, I don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. I full on, I was like, I'm not having kids. I don't care. I told my husband, we're not doing this ever again. And I and my mother-in-law said, oh, you know, give it some time. And <sighs> I said, no, because I don't want to get to a place where I'm happy and, then, and have and this have happen and end up like this ever again. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, oh, like, you know, like, take your time, whatever. Yeah. But I remember at this time I was so sick, but I was messaging you because mm-hmm. I just felt like... I just felt so much for you, and I felt... I didn't even know you. I didn't even... I haven't even met you at this time, but I remember right. laying on my bed watching TV and just, like, eating those saltine grinders, being like, I wish there was more I could do for her, but I'm so sick right now. Yeah. And I felt so bad that I was pregnant, so I didn't want to complain to you, and I was yeah. like, I'm sorry. No, don't ever feel sorry. So what was it that pulled you out of that, or did you just I think it just took a lot of time. Yeah, time and morning. Because I waited... A year. A year. Yeah. A whole year, basically. Before More you tried before another we transfer. Tried another and was it your next transfer the one, this one that you just did? The, no, it was the third. It was the failed one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I did my third um, transfer this past December. We did it, I think, December 16th. That one didn't work. Um, just, I didn't it get, just failed, It though. just failed completely. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get a positive test at all. Yeah. Nothing. And I, I, I was like, I would rather that happen. I was yeah. going to say, how did you feel about I was like, I what's the difference? Yeah. Obviously sad that, like, it didn't work, that I had to do it again. Or more frustrated, maybe? Frustrated, yeah. Yeah? Frustrated, but also sad, because I was yeah. just like, what the hell? Like, right. when is it ever going to happen? Yeah. Um, but I felt relieved that mm-hmm. I didn't get a positive test and then I have to have another miscarriage. Yeah. Like, I'm glad yeah. it just didn't work. And I didn't have to get my hopes up and be like, yeah. oh, my God, I got a positive test. And then, it just didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said to Justin, like, do you want to do another one? Do you want to wait? Like, what do you mm-hmm. want to do? And he was like, I don't know. It's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's very much whatever oh, he's you want to yeah. do. He's a good man. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, we'll wait. And we were going to wait until, like, April. Yes, I re- Yeah. And then last minute, I was just like, no, I want to do another one. Fuck <laughs> it. Let's go. I am going to do another one. So I actually ended up going into the clinic. Yeah. Cycle day, like, 15 or something Yeah, like I remember that. that. You were like, it's too late. It's too late. I'm not going to be able yeah, to do like, it. Yeah, like, I remember this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is all bringing me back now. <laughs> okay, right. And then they were like, no, it's actually, like, the perfect time. Yes, because I have, like, the crappy hormones. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, you're basically at, like, a baseline. Like, you're mm-hmm. you're at the beginning of, like, what a period would be. Like, your hormones are nothing. So, they were like, yeah, you can go ahead. And I was like, what? Because I was, like, <laughs> second day 15 or 16. Yeah. I thought they... I, I was going to the appointment thinking they were going to tell me, okay, you have to... Wait until... Or, like, take like, birth control or take or birth control. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if your period doesn't come, we'll give you Provera and you can yeah. call on your cycle day one. That's what I thought they were going to do. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you can go ahead and start your medications for your transfer. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, that's the transfer that we did. So, yeah. And so, Which like, brings you to now. Now. And, and you are... 16 weeks, three days. And we are all so freaking happy So just give a little briefing of, like, Mm -hmm. a little bit of what happened, just, like, briefly. What happened in your beginning of your pregnancy? Because you had a couple, like, quote-unquote scares, right? Yeah, so I, like, my betas and all that were normal. My my progesterone, though, was not rising. It was a little bit lower. It was, yeah, it was stuck at, like, a nine. And Mm -hmm. I was just like, can we not Not do this again? (laughs) Because that was part of my problem the first time. Did they catch that earlier this time than they would have the last time? No, it it was the same. same? It was the same. So I think it, when I went in for my second beta, they tested my progesterone and they were like, yeah, your progesterone's at a nine. When I went in for the, th- and they were like, that's kind of low. We don't want it to be that low. So I think I went from uh, progesterone and oil injections or PIO injections, I call yeah. them, um, injections every three days. I started doing them daily. So I was doing one milliliter of progesterone oil. Oh no. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Belly. Anyways, continue. I was doing... Um, the one milliliter daily versus every three days. Right. So they were hoping that would boost it. No, it did not. <laughs> so I then had to go up to 1.5 milliliters every day for 12 weeks. 
until you were 12 weeks finally it went up and i was like hallelujah thank god and things looked fine my first ultrasound was good my second ultrasound was good my third one was good but i did have bleeding Mm -hmm. so i had bleeding on and off did they ever figure out what that was i think is like is uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know this i was always told with my miscarriage and my pregnancy after loss was bleeding can be, be normal very normal mm-hmm. and, it, and it's just concerning obviously because it's a, like yeah. one of the you know biggest signs of a miscarriage of course so and um yeah so they were like you know it's fine right now like your numbers all look great Dolly <laughs> has something to say <laughs> um so then your number everything was great and then yeah. you fight you now you're 17 weeks almost healthy yeah. babe 17 weeks on thursday that's so exciting and yeah. you found out what you're having if you're comfortable yes. saying do you want to say it do people know? Oh, be, do people, people don't know. know but oh, then we don't no, need to say it. Let's not, it'll be yeah. a secret. It'll be a secret. Thank God you gave me a lot of editing because I almost just get it out. Well, yeah. some people do know, but the majority of people don't because, like, we just announced on Saturday. Right. You, your pregnancy announcement, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And I, even on your pregnancy announcement photo, I almost said, like, can't wait to meet... Blank. Yeah. Yeah. I was did like, I say No, you didn't. No, you, you didn't. didn't. You said, said like, Nobody baby. did. Yeah, nobody did. I, I almost did, and then I had to delete it yeah, and start no, no, again no, because I was like, Ooh, I don't think anybody knows. And I went to look at your thing. I said, did she say what it was? And then mm, you didn't, no. so... Um, Valley's clapping for you. She's Hi, very she's happy. happy. She's gonna have a friend. Are you happy you're right. gonna have a friend? Another friend. Um, okay, was there anything else that you wanted to <laughs> you wanted This to is ask? real life again for all y'all. <laughs> um, Ashley, we already kind of talked about, like, I was gonna say, like, how it affected, like, your mm-hmm. relationship. Did you feel like any of it... Um, I would say, like, my second miscarriage was a lot harder. Yeah. I didn't... I just was like pissed at everything I hated the world and yeah. I didn't want him near me like honestly yeah. I was like don't come near like I was kind of mean to him if I'm being totally honest <laughs> I just like I don't know I just wanted my space and I didn't want him to like be near me and like yeah. I think it's just like I felt guilty and like not worthy of like my relationship with him or something i just didn't want him near me and well i I mean like we were talking about before you hold a lot of the guilt that Mm. his pain is quote unquote because of you well yeah like in the back of my mind i always was like if my husband wasn't with me he would have kids he would have kids yeah and like he said to me if you changed your mind and said i don't want to have kids i would be fine he's like whatever you want to do like i'm and i've had people say to me oh like you're lucky your husband hasn't left you because you how, like can't give him kids and I said yeah you're so right <laughs> you're so right that's and a fucked up thing to say right? to somebody right after I had a miscarriage and I was just like you people are sick sick in the please don't ever say that to somebody no one of the questions we had here was what do you know now that you wished you would have known before in regards to what like I mean anything that comes to your head like as far as let's just go with as far as like the whole IVF process and what's one thing um, you know now that you wish you would have known before I wish I would have been like more mentally prepared for it honestly yeah. like I don't think I was aware of Meaning, how like, mentally taxing prepared for, I was gonna say for it would what? be on okay. like my physical and like emotional well-being yeah, yeah. because it was so hard mm-hmm. it just was a lot like it's a lot of medications it's a lot of injections it's a lot of appointments and ultrasounds and and yes, up and, and downs and emotions right yes. like the excitement of the transfer and then the like the low of the mm-hmm. either miscarriage or the mm-hmm. failed transfer right and, it's, and again, i was a up psycho and like the, yeah. those medications made me insane my my family was just like i was just gonna say that like maybe somebody might know like like might want to know the medications mm. do really affect oh, your God. emotions I, that's why i took that. time off for it because i yeah. work with elderly people with dementia and i was like i do not want to like go to jail <laughs> because don't want to go to jail i like hurt a resident or something yeah, I'm serious. No, like, it made me so violent <laughs> to be very just angry yeah. like I was just like I'm gonna no husbands someone. were hurt during no, yeah, no husbands or elderly, or elderly people or elderly it's okay people. but yeah I just I was a crazy person that's incredible wow. I mean I'm not saying that I'm like like I so I had uh, I was actually as soon as I delivered her I was taken off not taken off the wait list but I was like mm. bumped up and they're like oh you're you have, oh my gosh you have like your spots available yeah. now do you want to go ahead and do it <laughs> and my husband and I had already at that point decided that no more kids yeah. but I was like mm. yeah you kind of think one. about it yeah and I mean now it's just not a thing I but. wanted four children originally I don't know what I was thinking yeah. Yeah. no, no it's just gonna that leads me into the I think I'm like done at two do you I was gonna say so do you know like how long you're gonna wait um, about that? 
I don't really know. So you're like, due in when? I'm due in October. October. Middle of October. Um, I, like, hopefully... <laughs> I will just be one of those people that miraculously gets pregnant. I've heard because that's happening their a hormones, lot. Like, yeah. A woman I worked with mm-hmm. had like similar situation to you. Was like mm-hmm. many, many, many years of infertility. Had her little IVF baby, mm-hmm. and then got pregnant very, very shortly after yeah. with her son, who's just a like, completely natural. And yeah. she was told she would never get pregnant naturally. It happens so. a lot because something about pregnancy, like, but it's almost like your, your body and your body's like, man, I've done this before. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm well, doing. Well, that's what they say about after a miscarriage is that um, your body, if mm-hmm. anything, is just it's like primed. That's what yes. my doctor said <laughs> after my miscarriage. Um, she said to try. Like right? yeah. And the only reason why I would stop is because they didn't know, like, they wanted to date the pregnancy. But she said, for my sake, just keep on trying until mm-hmm. you have your next IUI, basically. Well, yeah, they be, like, because we had asked after the first one, and they said, basically, like, you can try any time. Right. And, like, you're probably more likely to get pregnant after a miscarriage because yeah like i don't yeah. know something about your body is just like oh okay we did this before let's just do it again yeah, yeah. so that's yeah. awesome that's incredible i mean that's a struggle this is all a struggle that i wish on nobody mm-hmm. not even my worst enemy and that's especially what I everything that mm-hmm. i'm sorry i was a little i was away for a little bit of it mm-hmm. um but i mean the fact that you're talking about it the fact that you do open up on your page i know it's mm-hmm. private right now but um you have been very open mm-hmm. with did you want to like plug your page for anybody who wants or do you want to just keep that like, i mean private? if anyone wants to follow it it's just dreaming of baby cam with two m's c-a-m-m yes Which, she, it's private so she'll have to accept you <laughs> right and, you, and like with i mean right anyone who wants to follow you probably is going to be yeah. going through similar experiences mm-hmm. so it would be nice to like I, and i always knew i think actually would probably um, agree with this that in Jordan um, getting through infertility um, pregnancy after loss and even postpartum is always mm-hmm. easier when you have like a tribe with yeah. you takes a village um, and it does like I with Cole did with Valley mm-hmm. but it takes best. a village to get through anything like I feel like mm-hmm. it was like you said about your your Instagram like if I didn't have mm-hmm. the people I did with my miscarriages then I don't know what I would have done yeah like I was able to be pretty open on there and I'm lucky like my best friend now mm-hmm. in in the beginning of my journey I will say like I had a lot of people that were not nice to me that were my friends and I thought well quote unquote friends mm-hmm. and I thought they were supportive and they said some of the most vile shit to me ever that I've ever had said to me in my life and I thought I remember you telling us I just that, thought like yeah. oh they just don't understand mm-hmm. like I had a really hard time I struggled. I felt so guilty for feeling upset that other people would get pregnant. It's not that I felt upset about no, right. them. Yeah. Like, my sister-in-law had three kids before I mm-hmm. ever had one. Yeah. And I remember when she got pregnant with the second one, I had a dream that she had a girl. And I texted my best friend at the time and I said, oh, I had a dream that Kara had a girl and I woke up and I cried. And she said, well, she could have a girl and if you cry, it better be because you're happy for her. <gasps> Oh my And I was like <sighs> Yeah, I mean I never really experienced I don't I don't know what it was, but I never really experienced that same like jealousy mm-hmm. of people getting pregnant but oh, I, I did I, I did yeah. and I didn't like I was I was able to like rationalize it a little bit I just remember going, is that right <laughs> I remember how badly Julia went through it and mm-hmm. there was one person in particular I'm not going to mention who it was but someone very close to Julia mm-hmm. um got <laughs> do you want me to like mouth the words mm-hmm. so you know what I'm talking about oh yeah um <laughs> got, got pregnant they had a baby um and I just remember uh we were out for at my sister's house when we found out that it was <laughs> happening and I don't know what was going through your head but I remember Julia quite literally looking at me and me like I want to die yeah mm-hmm. yeah when I feeling. was first diagnosed with PCOS I had six people who were all pregnant three of them were my best friends one of them was my sister who just had a baby mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of, like, work friends that were all pregnant. And I was just, like, mm. And I remember, like, one of them was a, f- a girl that I was friends with for, like, my whole life. We weren't friends at the time. And my mom just randomly texted me and said, oh, so-and-so is pregnant. And I said, who? Because I, I hadn't talked to them in years. It's always and I the thought, people that who? you... And she said, oh, this person's name. And I texted her back and I said, do you want me to drive my car off a fucking bridge? Why the fuck would you tell me that? And I freaked out. But that's the reality of it. Like, yeah. I just... Oh, was I was going to say something about... Oh, so like I like I, I already said like I didn't really have those same like jealousy mm-hmm. things, but I did work in childcare mm-hmm. and I did see a lot of kids mm-hmm. who weren't treated the greatest, yeah. and I think that was harder for me. Mm-hmm. And knowing like that there was kids out there that their parents 
I don't want to say they didn't love them as much mm-hmm. as they should, but it's the fact of the matter, and, like, knowing yeah. that I couldn't, and people like that can get pregnant, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, and, like, yeah. all I want to do is love this baby, and mm-hmm. I, you know what I mean? And you can probably I have a really hard time with that. I, I didn't so much, like, I don't think I felt jealous of my, like, I was always so happy for them. Yeah, you're happy but angry at the same time. Like, I was just sad for myself. It was yeah. like, I'm so happy that you get to experience that, but, like, when am I ever going to get to experience yeah. that? When am I, like, it was hard for me to see my husband with my friend's kids or his niece and nephews yeah. or my nephew even and it's just like is that ever going to be an experience I get to have and so for a very and like year after year after mm-hmm. year and it's like I felt really guilty for feeling that way because I had people make me feel bad for it like I think it's very normal to be like oh I'm gonna just say like if you are one of those people that's feeling those feelings mm-hmm. of like jealousy anger resentment like frustration like sadness sadness not you. like depression like it throws mm-hmm. like that is calm completely normal. Julia walked in with a baby on her face. <laughs> completely normal. Completely yes. valid. And, and you, you are... shouldn't feel bad for it. No. It's and you, no one should ever make you feel bad for and it. And if they do, they're pieces of shit and yeah. don't be friends with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> You're just gonna expose my nipple for a <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so I don't have any more questions. Did you have any more questions that you wanted no, to? No, I think. Perfect. Um, what I was going to say at the end of this was, um, if you guys have any specific questions for Ashley <laughs> or specific questions related, like regarding IU or IVF, infertility, any of that, we can do like a little bit of a Q&A, have you mm-hmm. back. And Absolutely. Do like a, yeah, because yeah, I just kind of ranted the whole time. No, but that's, no, that's, that's good. good. That's a good mm-hmm. week one on little tangents yeah. and like some people might have specific questions, yeah. right? Well, and I mean, there's like a ton more to infertility yeah. and IVF or, you know, whatever that... You can it, get it into. Yeah. yeah. So what I'll well, do is we'll four hours to talk about well, apparently, it. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, there's one specific person I'm I'm talking to right now, but she really likes that we talk over each other because she thinks it's fucking hilarious. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'll do is when we post this episode on my, our Instagram, I will post a little question mm-hmm. box and have people post after you've listened to this episode. Is there any specific questions you had? Um, and if you do, we'll have Ashley back. My baby's waking. See that? We'll have <laughs> Ashley back and we'll um. We'll just answer any of those specific questions you have. So, Callie's crying in the background. We're ending the same the same way we ended the last one. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I know Emery's awake. Julia's walking the baby around, so I'm gonna end this. Bye. <laughs> thank you for listening. As always, rate one of the things I say. Rate, <laughs> review, subscribe, download all the things. Follow us on Instagram at mom underscore explained and send us a message on Instagram if you have any topics or you want to be a guest. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.